Welcome to Control the Controllables. My name's Dan Kiernan from Soto Tennis Academy in Soto Grande, Spain. And I'm bringing you these podcasts. The aim is very clear to educate, to entertain and to energise the tennis community. Welcome to the next podcast. Welcome to episode 91 of Control the Controllables. Today I'm actually joined by my much better half, Vicky, to take us through a, a review of 2020. You know, we talk about our favourite podcasts, our big learnings from the podcast, and then what we've got to look forward to in 2021. A uh, big thank you for Vicky for coming on. As you'll hear from the podcast, she is the broadcast journalist by trade in our family. She's got an incredible voice and she's incredibly supportive of, of everything that I do on the podcast as well as the Academy. So a big thank you and Happy New Year, Vicky, as well as a big thank you and Happy New Year to you all. But I'm going to pass you over to myself and Vicky. A big welcome to Control the Controllables. I am here with the actual broadcast journalist in our family, my wife Vicky. Thanks for joining us, Vicky. I made it! Yay! I'm so excited. I just got in before the end of the year. So, so now this is when my wife starts to pick apart the way that I edit, the way that I record. So this is a dangerous, slippery slope. No, I've so... already been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. This this podcast is. It's been brought to you at the end of the year. You know, it's, it really has been a, it's been an unbelievable experience the last nine months. We've got 90 episodes out and we thought we'd talk through the year, a little review, get some of my opinions, get some of Vicky's opinions, and then hopefully open up your eyes and your thoughts on how you feel that the podcasts have gone as well. So uh, I'm going to hand it over to you, I think. I think you're going to be the, the star of the show today, Vicky. I'm in charge. Um, for me, the, the first question I get asked, you get asked a lot, um, is what episode should I listen to? What's the very first episode I should listen to of the podcast? And I guess it depends who you're talking to, which episode you would suggest. But for you, what do you think has been your episode or episodes so far, like the real standout favourites? It is such a hard question, and it is. It's a, it's a question lots of people do ask me, and I think when you've when you've made ninety episodes, genuinely, I have loved every one. You know, I've I've come out of each episode with with a different buzz. You know, whether I felt that the conversation had gone well from my side, whether I'd learned something new, which I I've been learning all the time. But if I was to, to to pick a few, because I don't think I can pick one, uh, I've definitely recommended Coach Val, Valerie Condos Field, to to more people than than any other podcast. And I think just her coming with her expe- experience outside of the game of tennis as well, and, and and I think she just articulated our philosophies at the academy so well. And and it just resonated with with me so much, and and I and I really felt that was a must listen for for many. I, I don't know what you think about no, that. No, she one. she was my absolute favorite. If I had to pick one, and and she is like you say the one I re- recommend the most to people. I think 
as a parent um, for our players, for the academy, as just people in general, there was so much that I personally took away from from her and her so many pearls of wisdom. I think you kept saying that when you were speaking to her. There's oh. another one. Yeah. It, it really was, um, and I've listened to it. I think probably three or four times now. Um, so yeah, she's definitely my my top pick so far. And what were you, what was your biggest takeaway from that one? I think probably confirming what we have always believed in tennis um that there is so much that you can take away from the sport and it's you know making a whole rounded person it's not just about being the best tennis player you can actually be i.e winning matches it's just yeah how i I ask questions to the children as well she gave some great kind of tips for me not just uh, results focused you know how to speak to them at the end of the match i know with with our son matthew who's really kind of getting into his tennis now um even though i've played tennis and you know having experience with my parents and what annoyed me as a child the questions that i was asked it still i came away going actually that was brilliant so yeah for, for me she was she was fantastic but don't you think as well because she kind of gone on such a journey you know she coached him in the inverted commas wrong way you know she'd gone along this journey thinking she had to act like a coach and she thought that was to be a dictator, to shout at her students, to, to act in a certain way. And I think the fact that she has acknowledged and gone through that journey and was able to share that with us on the podcast, that hit me even harder than maybe somebody coming straight into being a coach and having that philosophy at the start. No, I thought that was amazing. Actually, when I was listening to it, I was on a walk and I thought, oh, gosh, I would have absolutely have loved to have her at college in the States. Just... I, I really felt, oh, I, I personally think I would have done a bit better if I'd, she'd have been my coach. Yeah, I think showing that humility and like how she's developed as a coach through the years and talking about the mistakes that she made, which, you know, were, were yeah, she admitted a lot, I thought. Um, so, yeah, it was fantastic. And I have to also mention, I guess there was some really emotional podcasts out of out of those 90 that we've had in 2020 and a couple of ones that really hit me and was if I go back to episode number one and and I guess if I'm being brutally honest I think probably my selfish reason for wanting to start the podcasts was to have the ability to sit and talk to Johnny Murray and Freddie Nielsen and relive Wimbledon 2012 as someone who we were so close to that when it happened but to actually have the boys on the screen talking about it. I honestly think I had goosebumps for about three hours, <laughs> you know, and we we kind of played, we played the video back. We were getting insights from both of them that they were for the first time admitting to each other that they, you know, eight years on, they never admitted to each other that they felt in a certain way or why something had happened. And, and that one certainly hit me in a, in a real feel good factor. Well, what people can't see listening to the podcast is what's going on in the background. And like you said, that was our first one, um, which we actually recorded in a cupboard, pretty much. Our Wi-Fi had broken downstairs. Our youngest had driven her massive Barbie camper van into the Wi-Fi box, taken it out. So we could only get the Wi-Fi working upstairs during lockdown. I had three kids to try and keep quiet in a rainstorm. Um, while you were recording, I was desperately trying to listen to what they were saying, <laughs> but I kept having to run back in and tell the kids to be quiet because they were fighting. It was carnage. But yeah, their stories were brilliant. The yeah. the like you said, reliving the excitement of that match is, is fantastic. And actually, Freddie, 
was the first one to talk about it. And it's been a common theme going through a lot of the, a lot of the podcasts with, with players about how when he was younger, um, a lot of his kind of playing was just going down the local club and just having a knock around with all of his friends and how that's not really done so much yeah. um, now, which again, it, it, I can see with, with Arsa. And that's been a common thing that's gone all the way through with a lot of a lot of players talking about their experience when you ask them about how they got started in tennis in their childhood. So yeah, that's one thing I think a takeaway for me is to get Matthew out more, just having some fun, just just playing because that's what the sport's all about. Yeah, it is. And I think Emilio Sanchez spoke a lot about that as well. John Millman, you know, many of these guests and the importance of the club environment. You know, maybe we've lost the club environment a little bit in the world in the world of tennis. My second big takeaway from that one, I don't know if you picked up on this, Vicky, as well, but that, that was talked about a lot of these great achievements. They've just talked about enjoying the experience. You know, there hasn't been too many technical things. They haven't overcomplicated it, but they've just talked about the pure joy of the actual experience and then just allowing almost themselves to flow from there. And that certainly came through loud and clear from Freddie and Johnny as well. Absolutely. And a thing we were talking about earlier on perseverance as well. A lot of the um, people that you've spoken to who have probably had the, the most success in, um, in terms, going back to Valerie, in, if we're talking about winning, have been players who weren't necessarily the best as, as juniors and they've just kept their head down, kept going. Um, so, yeah, that's been interesting as well. That's quite a common theme too. Yeah, no, without question. And my other emotional one, and obviously he's a, he's a very good friend of ours, but that this probably brought the biggest emotional reaction, I believe, from the listeners. There was there was a lot of people that were reaching out, and and I know that this particular podcast has helped a lot of people, and and that's Joe Dixon, and that was that was our mental health week that we had, and Joe opened his heart up, you know, and it was it was heart wrenching, it was emotional, it was you know, many, many different things that we experienced through the chat. And I've actually found myself on long journeys listening to that one again. And the raw emotion comes through so strong. And I think that's almost motivated me with the platform of the podcast to be able to be able to offer. We've talked about energizing and entertaining, you know, and, and, and making sure that we're educating people through this process. But I really do believe that Joe Dixon hit 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 all of those different notes very loudly and clearly. Yeah, he spoke incredibly openly and honestly about his experience and, and yeah, certainly had me um in tears a couple of times. Absolutely one of the one of the best episodes. And if there was one more, I'll give you one more to choose out of the ninety what are we on? Ninety. Ninety. No, ninety. Ninety, 90 so far. I, I think I have to choose the one that's been downloaded the most and and tell the little backstory to that. So before before the podcast started, I actually I reached out to, to Dan, Dan Evans, who so many of you will know, and he's been talked about so much on the podcast, for him to come on and actually speak to the students at, at Soto Tennis. And he kindly did that, you know, and he was he, he came on, but he, he said he didn't want it to go external, but he was fantastic, spent an hour talking to myself all of the players were, were in the background listening and they could ask their questions. 
and as then I found out that Dan was starting to do a little bit more media, I did reach out to him. I think I might have been through one of our Sunday night quizzes that we had with him during lockdown. And I said, come on, can I can I turn this one into a podcast? He said, well, give it a go and, and then send it to me and see what you think. So I spent probably two and a half weeks trying to trying to dissect this chat that we'd had with the players at the academy which to be honest didn't directly translate into a podcast but lots of cutting and changing to try and make it work and i sent it to dan and he replied and he said i can do better than that he said i've just listened to one of the best podcasts i've ever listened to in lee childs loved it he said what are you doing now and it just it happened as quick as that as quick as that and i said well i can call you in half an hour so in half an hour's time, we set up we set up the chat, and yeah, and he was just he was he was ready he was ready to to tell his story, he was he was ready to to get the lessons out there for for youngsters to hear to pet for parents to hear, and and Dan I think is is so misinterpreted in so many ways or has been over the last ten or fifteen years, and I think it was so nice to be able to get his honest reflections. He didn't hold back. You know, he, he spoke very well in terms of what he what he had to say. And and I think it would be impossible for me to not mention that when we're talking about our top top four, top five podcasts. I'm surprised you've been able to narrow it down because I think after nearly every single one, you've walked out and gone, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it, every it, single one. It has. It, it really has. I can't. And, and I'm sure it's come across in the podcast, but I, I can't stress how much I've loved doing it. I, I feel very, very fortunate. I know it's not been easy for you guys with the family at times, you know, having me hiding away in cupboards in different <laughs> places late at night or, or during the day and trying to keep the kids quiet. But it has been such an honour honor to do it. And, and hopefully you've taken a little bit from it because I know you've enjoyed listening to them as well. Is there any more standouts for you? Well, Jonathan Overend for me. Oh, I yes. loved what his voice. voice. It's like silk. It's just amazing, like as you called it, the voice of tennis. He really is, and I think didn't he do? He, he did an example or something. Where, yeah, like, yeah. Oh gosh, it was just amazing. The skill he has it is phenomenal, and I loved all his stories. And yeah, I, I found I found his episode absolutely fascinating. But I've been loving all the the female players we've had on recently as well. Jodie Burridge, Anne Kiyokovan, Katie Swan. That's been brilliant listening to their side of things because you know we, we're playing the same sport, but I think technically, but at times they can be very different experiences. So yeah, I've I've really enjoyed having the girls on. So hoping we can speak to a few more female players. Yeah, no, definitely, uh, and and I think you're right when we're talking about it feeling like a different sport. I must admit, on some of the podcasts I've sat there feeling like the guests need to talk a bit more about the women's tennis game. You know, and that's it, it, we call it, I guess, subtle sexism, but it it certainly has come through speaking to some of the guests and and the more the more females that we can get out there, like you said, some fantastic role models that that we have in the sport, and I know that they've come across fantastically well. And yeah, Jonathan Overend, just just to, to pick up on your point on that, genuinely that was the one I was the most nervous for, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I think I said it to him. And, and I did feel it, you know, I, someone I've done a little bit of work with in the past, but that voice just goes through you, you know, and it's to, to so many special memories. And obviously the, the Andy Murray 2013 that 
you know, I was listening to him as I was driving, trying to make my way to, to my parents' house to watch the, the final few games of that final. And again, he, he used his voice to describe the Andy Murray winning the 2013. If you haven't listened to that one, guys, I would fully, fully recommend it. He always sounds so composed as well. He describes everything so well. I can imagine how like, it would be quite daunting being the one asking him questions. <laughs> Very much so. So, I mean, with all the variety of guests that we've had, um, we've talked about our favourites, but what are the kind of key learnings, key takeaways for you from all the episodes so far? Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've touched on a couple of them already. You know, I think obviously the, the enjoyment of the experience and, and I think that the thing that's come through quite loud and clear, when that enjoyment turns into too high expectations, so that might be somebody talking about first round, second round, third round, and then all of a sudden they start to expect that they've got a chance to win the tournament, how much that really does impact mindset, you know, and certainly we, we've had lots of examples of when expectation has become a bit too much, and, and that's been used by nearly all of the players, so I would say that's that's been a massive, massive takeaway. For, for parents, coaches, and younger players listening, the importance of other sports yeah, absolutely you, you know and you've you've touched on there's been lots of stories of players maybe not being ready to be professional tennis players at a young age but have just kept going kept going and then had their had their success on the court later on in their careers and and i think those two things go hand in hand a little bit you know it really it isn't a race you know and the ability to to have a well-rounded life from a social point of view but also from a physical mental you know skill development point of view i think has come out really loudly and clearly i know is there anything that's jumped to mind to you i know you've mentioned a couple of things i think the fun the f i know that sounds really cheesy but i have laughed a lot and there's been so many funny stories um james auckland taking one to the forehead playing doubles with andy murray like there's just been so many funny stories experiences that the guests have shared kind of on the tennis court traveling the friendships made um yeah i mean there's a lot of uh, our guests that you know i know personally that i've absolutely loved listening to and stories that i didn't know that i was like wow i, I didn't realize that had happened and yeah just so much um in enjoyment yeah that's a really cheesy answer yeah, that's that's one thing. Yeah, that I've taken from it really. No, absolutely, and 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 I think that is that is the case. It's I've I've preached this for years. It's it's an unbelievable sport, tennis. You know, and I think I think there's quite a few cynical people in the sport. You know, there's quite a bit of negativity. One of my big pet peeves actually is when parents don't want their children to play the sport. You know, because I think we are involved with one of the best if not the best sports in the world and and i think there is a lot of amazing people and that's really touched me is the people that reached out and said you know what dan you've these podcasts have given us hope because they're they're showcasing we didn't realize there were so many brilliant straight up honest people that are just trying their best for the good of the sport for the good of the children that are involved in the sport and and that's certainly come through very loudly and clearly even if we take nick wheel i think episode 80 nick was head of coach education and development in, in, in the uk you know that that the the typical let's bash the lta you know you listen to that you come away and you go you know what he's a decent bloke who's trying his very best 
in, in, in this sport and has fantastic knowledge that he's passing on. So it's it's given me it's given me hope, it's given me a feel good factor as we move into two thousand and twenty one. And that leads me very nicely, thank you, into what are what can we look forward to for next year? Because like I say it's it's been an incredibly difficult year and this was set up um yeah to bring some positivity. Um but where where are we going now as we move into twenty twenty one? I think the the one thing that we're very clear on is is this is just the start for controller controllables. You know, I think when it was when it was set out and and I have to give a big shout out to John McGann who you know was alongside me setting it up and he, he still is very much involved behind the scenes you know in this is still a project that we 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 are doing together but what I would say right now the first thing I'm going to give you in 2021 is I'm going to give you some space um yeah, I'm going to give you a couple of weeks, just uh, space, just to, to not drop any podcasts out in the first couple of weeks of the year. If you are a person that's listened to all 91 and you want to give me a call just to hear my voice and have a conversation, <laughs> you can. Otherwise, use the two weeks to catch up on ones that you haven't listened to yet. Um, listen to some other podcasts, you know, have a little break from Control the Controllables. And then we're going to come flying back midway through january with an episode that i am just it has taken a lot you know what i'm like vicky it's not easy for me to hold things back but i've held this back for a few weeks now and our our first guest of 2021 will be justin Gimmelstob, which is going to be an amazing one for everyone to listen to i think that one you didn't even um speak when you came out everyone you go that's amazing that was brilliant but that one you just came out shaking your head <laughs> so i'm excited for that one <laughs> yeah he will he he blew me away and obviously people will take what they take from the story but it's, it's a story that hasn't been told from him um if you don't know justin gimmel stop google him there's many things on justin and and i think that's going to be one that the tennis world's going to go wow um to, to the things he talked about and again i thank justin so much for his honesty and also choosing us as a platform because i know there's lots of lots of podcasts lots of news that want that want him on their shows and, and the, that shows i guess how far we've grown in 2020 so that will be the starting point um in terms of the podcast we're going to we're going to move to one a week you know that's something that i know you've pushed me on for for a few months now as many people have and I'm a little bit like a dog with a bone. Once I've got an idea in my head, I run with it. Uh, but I think for the sake of everyone, one a week is probably the way forward. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think it will give the kids a break from me locking them in one room and screaming, put your sister down. <laughs> We're trying to be quiet. No, having them at school has made it much, much easier for you um to concentrate i think as well without having them charging around charging around the garden behind you and running in um but yeah no i think um i think one's one's good one's a good amount um they've been creeping up in time a little bit i know you love your chats and uh, i can't remember the first two hour one and i went what setting off on my walk but colin actually Beach's fault. was it colin followed very quickly by orcs james auckland um, but you know what? I, I I enjoyed every minute of those. I, I was a little bit gone with you when I saw the time, but um, I really really enjoyed them. But yeah, if but we can, is, if we can bring them back Colin, down Colin to a walkable Beaches. length, I 
Colin Beach is the second most downloaded podcast. That's true, that's true. So that that has been something. So I think we've also got that to look forward to. Uh, the person to my right right now is is going to be helping with the editing as we move into 2021. And she is a killer editor. So hopefully the listening um the listening quality will also be better in I'll 2021. I'll try and take out all of his ums and ahs and, and heavy breathing as well for you. We'll see how we get on. And then, and then yeah, in, ter- in terms of the guests, we've got lots more. I mean, the list, the list that I have, you wouldn't believe. And, and I think the network is very clearly opening in the sport. And I think one thing that's actually hit me, which I'd never thought about before, actually, is we're kind of only ever really one person away from every person in tennis, you know, and obviously the dream is Andy Murray. Wayne Ferreira mentioned Roger Federer. Um, (laughs) You know, we can, we can, but dream. And I promise you guys, we are trying to make the right contacts for those guys. But I can say that we have Dasha Kazakina, who's coming on, which is going to be amazing. She's on the WTA tour. Borna Korich, and also Berrettini, who's a top 10 player in the world. We've got Ivan Lubacic, who's Roger Federer's coach, who's who's coming on. We have, and we're also going to try and show the lenses. So we've got a couple of very successful club coaches in the UK that we're, we're going to bring on and show the different lenses. And I guess the last thing for me is we're going to be looking into doing some themed weeks or months like we did with the mental health which week which seemed to go down very well so if anyone's got any little ideas that they want to share with us then please do reach out because we are very open to taking your podcast you're the you're the listeners we're open to taking your podcast in whichever direction you'd like it to go can i make a request absolutely if we do get roger can i come in and give him a bit of a wave (laughs) that's my dream one and a photo (laughs) and a photo (laughs) i'll just send in our cutest one in by accident on purpose (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and is there any anything that you'd like to see in 2021 i mean like like i said i've been loving listening to to the girls i'd I'd love to get more um, female players on chatting and and yeah and roger (laughs) you won't be able to beat him as far as i'm concerned well, brilliant, guys. Uh, as as I say on every podcast, it, it really does mean a lot to us that you're that you're listening, that you're spending the time. We know there's lots of podcasts out there and all of the kind messages it really do mean a lot to us. It's It's been a big passion to do this. It's been fantastic to have my wife who's lived and breathed this with me for the last nine months beside me so thank you for joining me and today thank as well. you my year is now complete i've ticked that box so we can uh, have a good evening tonight and <laughs> see you in 2021 um and let's hope yeah it's a better year for us all a healthy and uh, slightly less stressful year for us all absolutely thank you guys And our final thank you goes to to all of you who have supported the podcast throughout 2020. 91 episodes, less than nine months doing this. And hopefully it's brought a little bit of light into what has been a very dark 
a difficult year for for all of us and obviously for some more than others 2020 will will go down on record as a year where lessons are learnt unfortunately lives have been lost and I, and I really do hope that as we move into 2021 one first and foremost we see a lot more health and we see people getting their lives back back on track but let's not forget the messages that 2020 has taught us you know to be to be grateful to be kind and to, to live each and every day as if it's our last uh, because we are very fortunate to, to have the world that we have and I wish you all the very very best lots of health happiness and lots of tennis balls being hit until next year I'm Dan Keenan and we are control the controllables